Hey everyone, I'm Priya Sachdeva, your host at Training Diary Show. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people and get a deeper understanding of the world around you starts now. Today I'm connected with Pranish Bhuvneshwar, co-founder and CEO of Chorus. He's shaping the future of influencer marketing. In the dynamic realm of influencer marketing, Pranish, the co-founder, emerges as a leading force, steering the company towards unparalleled success. His journey from the early days of digital marketing in India to pioneering the influencer marketing space reflects a remarkable path. In this episode, we are going to discuss the future and the evolvement of influencer marketing in India and throughout the world. And we'll understand how creators and brands can benefit from the collaboration and beyond some very important details especially for the creators who are looking forward to monetize their content so if you are a creator or an influencer do not miss this episode stay tuned so hi punish welcome to trending diary first of all thank you so much for joining us and i'm excited for our conversation ahead uh it's great meeting you priya and i'm pretty much excited as equally as you yeah so for for this particular podcast you know as we had decided the theme that we are going to talk about uh, uh the world of influencer marketing how you are you know making waves into that and uh the future the most important the future how future of creators in terms of monetization and also the brands how they both are going to benefit it so i think we will uh, discuss both from the brand's perspective and from the creator perspective so before uh, starting that i am uh, curious to know just take us through the journey what led you to start chorus uh, the brand that you uh, have created and how is it going to benefit brands and creators so yeah understood uh, understood so i mean uh, ever since i graduated i've, I've been luckily like you know in the uh the first generation of like you know people who are witnessing how social media platforms was getting into india right i started my career in 2010 right in fact like, you know uh, during my college days if you look at it uh, the social network which we used to use was orkut okay mm-hmm. orkut was probably the first generation social network which came to play and then like came facebook and all that um so i mean like you know um i was an engineering grad and uh, like most engineering grads after graduation i decided to get into marketing right uh so like once i got into marketing and um, like you know the hottest trend during that point of time was social media marketing right? uh, because it was like a, a cool new toy which the entire town was speaking about and wanted to play with right hmm. um and uh, i was pretty lucky enough to get uh, started as a social media manager right away as soon as i graduated right and uh, i worked with firms which were which were actually helping brands put together structured social media plans and how to leverage content in a more beneficial way right um around that time there was a lot of chaotic environment happening around how to leverage social media and that's actually what happens whenever any new trend comes up right people are unsure about how to use it and then like you know people define these are the right ways to use it and all that uh, because i started at a time like you know when this was happening natural inclination towards how do people consume a new technology or a new trend like you know i witnessed it live right so and uh, in 2012 
Twitter came into India in 2014. People were actively speaking about YouTube and all that. And around 2015 is when people started discussing about this term called influencers a little bit more seriously, <laughs> right? Um, so I was like, you know what, like, you know, um, okay, I'm going to be in in the center of it this time. I'm not going to be a subject of it, the new trend called influencers, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I was fortunate enough to meet my co-founders during that time. And then, like, we just decided to jump in. And then, to be very frank, like, we never thought, like, how big or how far is it going to go. But let's start something to help brands leverage these influencers. That's all. We started very plain, simple. And probably we were also in the edge of our jobs. And then we just wanted to try something new, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we wanted to jump into entrepreneurship, to be very frank, right? Mm-hmm. That's actually how it started, right? Um, with the idea being, okay, you know what? Let's try to solve for brands working along with creators, mm-hmm. right? In a more meaningful way in a more structured format that's all we didn't think too much we just wanted to structure it a little bit and see how it goes from there onwards indeed interesting and i think as you mentioned you have jumped into the right industry at the right time so that's really the crucial part i think influencer marketing is Uh, mm -hmm. yeah you're right sorry go on yeah, so I was just saying that the influencer marketing is still evolving and uh, you you are very right, like five years, ten years back, no one knew the term influencer even exists. But now it is such a hype, you never know a, a good, very good, uh, you know, uh, good influencer is earning more than a CEO, right? So, so this is a power of the social media. Uh, taking it ahead, if you talk about, uh, we have talked about the history of influencer marketing and how it has evolved over the years and talking it on the, you know, 10 years ahead, what do you think? What trends do you think? Uh, what would the relationship between a brand and influencer and how the landscape of influencer marketing will be evolving? I think this will help lots of uh, content creators and influencer coming who are just entering this generation. So do you think they should still take take this decision? 10 years, 20 years down to the line, this world will still be lucrative, will be respectable or what? Um, see, Bria, that's a very interesting question. Like, will it be respectable? <laughs> right? Um, it's getting there. Okay. I mean, like, you know, if I were to tell it, right, uh, creators are being recognized as professionals, right? And uh, like when I say being recognized as professionals, there is a larger ecosystem which is supporting them. Uh, I mean, like, let's say like, you know, monetarily or, or financially or maybe even like, you know, building tools, be, building ecosystems, building communities, creating influencers or the burnouts of content creators and all that, right? All of that is getting framed today, right? I mean, like, you know, will it get structured immediately? Like, you know, no, it's not going to happen. This this whole, the, it's a new economy, right? It's not going to happen within days or months or maybe even like, you know, one or two years, okay? It's it's it's, it's a getting, getting mainstream will, will take like, you know, at least like, uh, if not more, at least a half a decade, right? Okay. So that's where it's getting right i mean maybe in another two to three years you will see a lot more structured uh solution providers lot more su- structured support systems for creators right then automatically like you know becoming a creator will become easier and more um pre- predictable and calculatable journey hmm. right hmm. when 
happens, what automatically happens is the revenue models and the ways of working for a creator mm-hmm. and uh, the easiness of working with the creator, all of these things will automatically get streamlined, right? Right. Um, so, like, you know, uh, if I look at it, like, you know, how the future of content created to be verified, like you rightly said, creators are earning more than me. And I met a lot of folks. It's not like just the top guys, right? Uh, I mean, like, you know, people who got started, like, you know, who put consistent effort for like two years, three years and all that, right, are probably making 2x, 3x more than me. And I met a couple of them, right? I mean, again, and they were pretty humble enough to actually tell me that, like, you know, uh, the success rate to get there is very low. But once you get there, you're doing really well. Right. right and uh, they have different issues at different points of time right uh, so this these volume of people who are earning higher than um you know salaried professionals let's call it salaried professional let's not just take yeah. it up <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we'll say salaried professionals right that's gonna happen right and it's equivalent to how freelancers make money and you see a lot of freelancers making money as freelance designer or freelance videographer or a free, freelance maybe even a, 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 a music composer or something like that right mm-hmm. similarly these content creators will get a more structured economy in the coming days and making money will not be that difficult like how at the time when projecta Kohli started making money it will not be that difficult because there will be evident playbooks, models in the support system in the coming days. Right. Right. Regarding how brands will be working with creators, <laughs> that's a large topic in itself. But what I see is like, you know, the belief on creators is growing more, especially on micro creators and not just the top-notch creators. Brands are starting to believe more in micro creators and framing tight relationship with these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um that's going to be beneficial for a lot of uh, niche creators who are creating content in specific topics like, you know, mental health or maybe even uh, sexual awareness or like, you know, or maybe even like, you know, um, creating content in regional languages or maybe even in uh, regional social media platforms, right? For example, there's this new platform called People, which is famous in Chennai, right? Uh, In Tamil Nadu as well, right? I mean, and and that like they have pretty much have around a million, million odd downloads uh, across App Store and Play Store. That's not very famous across like, you know, any of the other states. Even these guys who are going to be content creators in such smaller platforms will get more uh, you know, attention from the brands as brands are starting to go, go more niche. Mm-hmm. You know, I was about to come uh, on my next question, which is somewhere related to that. As you mentioned that even brands are focusing on the micro influencers as well, many influencers as well. So of course, there there are different categories of influencers. They're, they're very big who are earning in millions. So keep that aside because that that is either they have put that much much effort and resources and of course consistency but the people who have just started and who are still struggling who are you know into the mini or micro even with the you know 20 to 100k of followers or something like that so what do you think what can be more creative ways one is definitely brand collaboration and i think still there are people who are eager to monetize their content and still struggling too i have seen personally lots of people uh, though they are doing amazing content creation. So what do you think? What can be three or four creative ways which they can at least start monetizing their content to, according to you? Because yeah, you have been into land, in this landscape. 
Got it, Priya. I mean, you know, that's a very interesting question. In fact, like, you know, that's something which we keep thinking <laughs> on very frequently, right? Uh, like you rightly said, uh, brand collaborations is the default form of making money right. as of today. Right. right. I mean, like, you know, giving, giving a shout out to a brand is the default form of making money, right? The second, uh, like, you know, I can see it's pretty emerging is content making and the content licensing. When I say content making and content licensing, that like you're not shouting out for the brand. You're just creating a nice piece of content and then selling that content, not your influence. Nice. Just selling that. For example, like, you know, uh, there's this uh, brand called Droom, okay? Uh, which yeah. you can go and check Instagram, right? Uh, yeah. Droom is, I they, think, they create amazing online. content. Droom is amazing. I have seen that. Yeah. So what, how they have done is they have contracted two content creators, right? And then they have told that like, okay, you know what? Like, yes, you don't need to post content on your own social media platform. Mm. Create, give that content rights to me. I will post it on my platform. That's all. Mm-hmm. Right? So they are not selling their influence, they are selling their content, right? And that is going to come up a lot more. You would have seen a lot of that happening on even on Swiggy, right? Mm-hmm. You would have seen stories on Swiggy, right. right? So that is another model where these content creators are selling that content piece to Swiggy, right? Mm-hmm. That is one model. Uh, second model, which is like coming up is, I mean, basically, creators are selling some sort of like, you know, their consulting solutions as well, right? I mean, that depends on the kind of like genre which you're in. Uh, either consulting solutions or maybe even courses like now like for example uh, financial Charan the Charan Hegde started uh, the one person club and then like you know he's trying to sell like you know awareness on uh, finance finance and all that like via that right Uh, but that is very subjective towards what is your area of expertise and how many people actually want to consume that content, right? Uh, for example, I don't think you can uh, do that in more uh, non-core kind of like topics, but like things with respect to um, business strategy or like personal finance or any of these things, you can actually start selling courses, right? Um, that is one, right? And uh, uh, the third, the, the, the fourth thing which I am seeing, but it's too early to actually uh, like bet on, at least with respect to India, is like, you know, uh, where you have a tight relationship with a brand and then you get into an affiliate or a revenue sharing deal with a brand where for every sales which you are getting out of the content which you are creating for the brand or the influence which you are getting for the brand, mm-hmm. you get a piece of the pie, right? I mean, that's not very successful, at least yet in India. Like uh, Very few brands have managed to uh, get there where they are working with the right set of creators and the creators are also seeing value mm-hmm. by working on a revenue share model along with the brand. Um I bet like more and more structured play will happen and then like, you know, creators can make money on that, right? Uh, besides that, like like you rightly told, I'm not talking about the people who have figured out the millions and millions of uh, right. game where acting in movies and then like, you know, they mm-hmm. are like being in OTT and all that. I'm not even getting there. <laughs> right. Because it's a big, big landscape, you know, uh, for the time being, if we know, we just know these 10 influencers who are doing amazing good. Uh, but I think there are other people who are also doing decent, creating amazing of the content, but still a little unrecognized. Uh, with that, uh, because as I mentioned, you're leading a brand where you are uh, acting as an intermediate between the brand and the creators. I think it's amazing. Uh, so I think this question will help lots of creators and influencers. What, what brands see 
uh, whenever before investing into a creator or before hiring any particular you know creator for their brand so what are these criteria i think you can if simplify for the audience for the creators especially who are listening what are these four five great criteria which brands actually look out for and these creators can focus um yeah that's a great question priya i mean see this is <laughs> this is actually just three things right uh, the first part is obviously you know good work when i say good work i'm talking about the quality of the content uh, uh, how the creators creating and uh, even things like you know how they are passionately promoting the product and not behaving like a typical ad <laughs> right mm-hmm. uh, and the depth to which actually they take to create this content right uh, that is like by default right uh, the second part is like you know immediately comes performance metrics right uh, whether the content i mean is actually going anywhere when the creator is creating this content what is the quality of like comments which the content creator is able to drive uh, if not like huge volume but the relevancy of the con- the comments with the content which the influencer has posted itself right mm-hmm. i mean like they are trying to see uh, if the influencer can drive trust not just like you know just any comment right, 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 right. Uh, so that is the third part right and that is linked with things like your uh, engagement rate and all that right and the last and final part is whether the creator is charging right mm. for what he's delivering as well okay and this is a very touchy topic right mm. uh, and like we keep debating about it a lot in fact like yesterday i was having a chat with the head of copcom at itc and then he told that like you know pranesh i want you to try to find a metrics for whether an influencer is charging right or not i told sir we can actually do this for like tens of years but it's not going to be an easy answer <laughs> right so that's the final thing right and our brands look for creators who are charging just right or maybe even 10% or 20% more than just right depending on their own parameters or depending on their own selection criteria right mm-hmm. and uh, yeah that's major three things good work right uh, quality content slash performance of that content and final thing is like costing is just right makes sense i think uh, this costing part is something comes with with experience where you know uh, i think lots of co- content creators don't know how to put the right price because at the end they are the artists so just like an artist they are the, not the business person or business people uh, and this comes along the way okay uh looking ahead what's your vision with the chorus in the rapidly evolving creator economy and how do you plan to maintain the com- this you know your brand's position as a leader in this particular influencer marketing company and what do i really mean by this question is you know uh as you mentioned that you know you're becoming the uh, uh what do we say the middle person between the brands you're connecting uh point between all these uh, people and i've seen lots of other brands doing the same way that i talk about the wild pitch and uh, and the other brands as well so how do you think how do you stand out uh, and why one creator should come to you um so yeah i mean a, a good question actually i think this is a question so, I, i'm asking for myself and i am directly asking this question to the ceo so lucky me so yeah as a creator i am about to register to your platform so tell me pitch me so <laughs> so uh the they can know see i mean you know i'm i'm like a creator let's say you're a creator right i'm not saying that like you need to work with only me i'm saying you continue working with other people and also me right, right? i mean you know because like 
uh, we are not in the game of exclusives, right? I mean, I'm not actually a manager who's committing you a business or committing you a, a, a revenue number. I'm more a, a um, lead generator for you, if I were to put it in a very extreme terminology or something. Like that. I'm not yes. saying that like, you know, Hey, Priya, you need to work with me only and then only I will handle all of your deals. Yeah. I'm saying that like continue working with other people. I also give you something. That's all. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that is basically like, you know, and and yeah, I mean, you know, like you rightly said, like you will end up working with pretty much everyone as long as they're giving you enough revenue. Right. Because 99% of the creators are in a, in a, in a more hungry for like le- like earning in a more consistent fashion kind of a thing. They don't bother who they are working with as long as there is consistent revenue and uh, payouts are on time with anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is the perspective of the creator, right? Uh, or if I were to pitch myself to a creator, right? Mm-hmm. Coming back, how we are staying ahead, right? I mean, you know, um, we started the company in 2015 when influencer marketing as was a term which was like, you know, uh, coming on, right? And we launched, we spoke about technology, we spoke about data analytics, we spoke about like, you know, uh, performance metrics, Mm-hmm. in 2016 2017 mm-hmm. when the world was not even asking this question at least this side of the world we used to take inspirations from like you know what was happening in us what was happening in europe and all that right mm-hmm. um uh, our game in the company has always been you know what try to create things which other people are not asking questions for now mm-hmm. and then when the world is maturing mm-hmm. we will automatically be the lead right mm-hmm. and that's what we are kind doing we keep continuously creating newer methods uh i mean like yeah i will not say i'm a visionary i probably like get inspired a lot from the west right mm-hmm. because like india as a country or like this side of the world is still at least a year and a half or two years behind the west right so we keep looking for what is happening in the west like you know trying to understand terms for trends from there and then trying to uh solutionize those trends into a software or like a technology interface uh ahead of the rest of the market and i think that's that, that has been the simple name of the game ever since we started the company right i mean you know it's, it's not like you know we are whipping up some cool uh magic or something like that it's just like we are observing the insights there and then making some technology out of it and uh, some we succeed some like you know we fail and in fact like you know a lot we failed some we succeed <laughs> right and uh, the idea is like you know repeat enough experiments so that like you know you have those 10 percent 20 percent which contributes to 80 percent of like you know your growth Mm-hmm, indeed uh one thing that that stuck by me i think as a creator uh as you mentioned it very right uh, that it's not just about being with you or being with any other platform it's about the the larger the distribution the larger your presence is uh the the better opportunity is you know you'll earn more revenue so let's say when i talk about my podcast so we have not just distributed our spotify or itunes we have even presence over all the audio platforms whether it's in india or us so this, this, you know, uh, increase the chances, even from one platform, even if I'm getting 10 listeners or from the other, uh, you know, 1000 or 1500, whatever. So that 10 people also matter to me. So even the smallest of revenue coming from any other platform, though, I think that matters for, for all the creators, especially for the mini and micro that we talked about. So, yeah. Uh, with that said, there's a one thing that I'm always curious to know from, I guess, Pranish before ending this. What is the one trend that you would like to see more evolving in the new world? One trend that you would like to see more embrace? So one trend, what's that trend looks like? 
Yeah, the one thing which I am missing is like, you know, which I'm the one trend which I'm seeing basically is like, you know, creators more getting adapted towards utilizing more professional tools, right? Uh, there were a lot of tools which used to be there and uh, like, you know, and most of them got uh, a series A fund or like maybe even some of them managed to get a series B fund and a lot of them actually like died down. They were like, People understood that like, you know, productivity tools for creators in terms of time management sucks, but more in terms of your content editing or like, you know, uh, content generation or assisting you even on things like, you know, the right hashtags to use, etc. and all that, like, you know, are seeing some successes, right? So while that is happening on the tools front, creators are still discovering what is the right tool for them at what stage of time and all that, because there's too much noise which was happening and right. the creators are doing that. Uh, when this starts happening, this will also aid to the fact that how a structured creator will look like. Uh, somebody will start creating a template saying that this is the right structure for a, a creator to grow. And when they are leveraging these tools, that professional journey path will get more evident. Mm -hmm. And hence, the success of a creator will get even better in the coming days, right? This looks very small, but it's going to affect or like it's going to help a lot of creators cross the bridge and become a full-fledged content creator where they can comfortably rely on content making as their source of revenue or source mm -hmm. of income rather than, you know, being worried, what am I going to do in my life, right? So, yeah. With that said, uh, one thing that I'm personally curious on, you know, on my note, that what kind of uh, content you like to consume? What's that content pieces that excite you? I keep consuming more uh, tech slash uh, gossip around creator economy from US, right? I mean, uh -huh. you know, because like, um, and there are a lot of forums actually, like, you know, you, I mean, you need to surf a little bit in in Reddit and all that to find those forums, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like, and uh, obviously there is like, you know, investigative journalism happening in uh, Creator Economy by a couple of nice folks. For example, there's this uh, website called The Information, right? Mm -hmm. I read a lot of that. Sometimes even I reread their blogs and spend a lot of time on their blogs, right? And there are a lot of these uh, subreddits which are available where creators are discussing uh, things. When they're discussing, that means that like, and in Reddit, obviously, they are anonymous discussions, right? Which means that, like, you know, uh, that's going to be a big problem. And I actually try to see if we can get some idea or technology idea or a software idea or maybe even a small feature idea out of it. And I mm -hmm. spend a lot of time reading that. The third and final thing is, like, you know, I like the 90s and uh, early uh, millennia management books. And I'm like reading almost every uh, management book, like your Crossing the Chasm or maybe even uh, um, Economies of Multi-Sided Markets or like things around how to create a, a platform play and how to create value around uh, different players of the platform. So those are the other books which are slightly dry, but yeah, pretty interesting for a tech entrepreneur. <laughs> interesting. I think that's a very new genre, new thing that the, the information website, I'll definitely have a look to that. 
shopping shopping that's it thank you so much it was an amazing conversation i think there are two three pointers and a few pointers that you had made uh, will be very valuable because as i mentioned that you're from this landscape and people especially who have entered and who are just like very new and very fresh since last one or two year i think that that's really important these questions should be touched uh, upon to them that uh, you know what are the things they should focus on what are the things uh, or they should not do so of course with that sir thank you so much punish it's lovely talking to you hope to see you in gurgaon soon shopping shopping great talking to you priya <laughs> definitely thank you yeah